football. And anything else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Well, sir, a lot better than most. Not as good as some, probably. How are you? Uh, nervous, brother. Nervous. Hey, no. I mean, you know, back in the day of quarantine, we had to rely on Zoom to keep the show rolling. And we're back at it again with the show rolling on Zoom because, as, as we said the last couple of episodes, you know, life gets in the way, but the show must go on. So episode 63, another Zoom venture. So going to apologize to the listeners right off Jump Street. Hopefully it's not unlistenable. Is that a word, Dave? Unlistenable? Yeah, it might be. We'll make it a word. It's our pod. Uh, yeah, sure. It's, it, it, that, hey, that's the pod word of the day, unlistenable. So <laughs> you know, hopefully it's not that bad for our two or three listeners out there. and You, you can suffer through it. But hey, you know, the show must go on because, you know, one, you know, you, you miss one week. The next thing you know, it's 17 weeks in a row and you don't create a podcast. just like our friends that don't forget the popcorn. So we got to keep this well-oiled machine rolling. That's right. I agree. 100%, man. All right. Uh, I'll introduce the first tasting for today. It's uh, from Shorts Brewery, our friends up in Bel Air, Michigan. It's Freedom... Uh, Freedom of 78. It's an Indian pale ale brewed with pink guava. I'm really curious to see how this one's going to turn out. Uh, it's also a collaboration with Half Acre Beer Company in Chicago. So that might be a first for the pod. Yeah. I don't, All right. I don't know if we with two brewers. I don't think we've had any of those. But... Hey... As we pour these, I do want to give out a corrections corner that Grandpa Blackhawk's been begging for me to make. I mean, it's probably four episodes ago, and um, and, and perhaps that's why he rated segment one of episode sixty-two a paltry point four two. I mean, hell, I rated Hazel's nuts a full one, and he gave segment one of episode sixty-two a point four two. And perhaps he was just bitter because the corrections corner, I, four or five episodes ago, I said the day before school started in seventh grade, I went to the court, the Temple Theater on Court Street. Yeah. Well, as we all know, it was the Court Theater on Court Street, as the Temple is on Washington. Correct. So now that now that I got that correction out of the way, perhaps we'll get at least a half a point rating on segment one from uh, Grandpa Blackhawk. We can only hope, right, Mike? I mean, have point four two. I mean, that, that's a that's an embarrassingly embarrassingly low rating. Man. I mean, I'm still you know I'm still emasculated from that rating. I mean, like I said, Hazel's Nuts was the worst beer we've had in sixty two episodes, and Hazel's Nuts got a one. So that shows you how that shows you how bad our first episode first segment must have been last week. Well, I saw Hazel's Nuts in the uh, cooler at Opperman's, and I was half tempted. Um, you know, because it was 61, ep- 61 or 62 episodes ago, um, I was tempted to get it again to see if it was as bad as we remember it. But maybe that's another pod. Yeah, and Chuck McPeak said the, 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 re- the revisit to an old, old beer actually was kind of interesting because our ratings were totally different from 
you know, episode three of a one man mosh pit. So right. it's going to be interesting how the taste buds are. It might, might not even be your taste buds. It might just be how you're feeling on that night. Maybe. Could be. Hey, without further ado, let's give uh, Freedom 78 a little whirl here. Cheers. Cheers. I like the pink guava. I like it. But I'm yeah, the fruit but very, I'm the fruity very guy. Flavorful. Plenty of flavor in the old Freedom 78. Um Well, let's get her started. Let's mix it up a little bit. Typically we've been talking about what we watch, but uh, let's mix it up a little bit. Uh, that had to be one of Tiger's worst drives of his career, don't you think, Dave? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little soon, Mike. A little soon, but I'll give it I'll on, give it Dave. to you. Come on, Dave. He's I'll, gonna be all right. We can joke about it. There's no, no yeah, or yeah. I'll give you the butt up bum. There you go. But so, he, I'm sure that one's been out on the internet or somewhere out in Podland already. But oh fuck no! I'm, I'm the creator of that I've actually I've, uh, talked to a buddy of mine who's a lawyer who's in my fantasy football league. I've I've got a copyright on that joke. So, <laughs> but seriously though, he really should think about a driver though because isn't this just like his third accident? Yeah, something something along those lines. I, I don't think the one where his wife was beating the tar out of his car with a golf club counts as an accident, though. No, but I think he has three, though. Okay. And one of them, they found there was, like, uh, pain relievers or whatever involved. This one was supposedly, didn't you say it was something to do with the road conditions or, or Well, whatever? yeah, the story, the story right now is that in, something something about the road. There's lots of accidents around there, um, you know, and they're thinking that maybe the road commission or the county or wherever that happened uh, might be held liable. That was a that was a that was a potential storyline at some point, but it, it sounds kind of ridiculous. We'll see how that pans out, but yeah, he he he's got a little pattern going here. All right. Well, hey. Anyway, I mean, he's injured banged up probably going to miss some tournaments this year the whole year who knows but it looks like he's going to pull through no long-term effects so i guess that's a good thing and um jack nicholas maybe his major title is going to uh oh his record yeah his record might be safe um hey uh basically almost from the just a little 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 this just in category, I know a lot of our listeners will know. Did you know they're still fucking playing football? Well, you know what? I saw that today. Because, because North North Dakota State's thirty nine game winning streak came had, came to an end, and I didn't even know I didn't even know the uh, FCS series postponed football this spring. Yeah, I didn't. Me neither. So, I mean, yeah, they got beat by uh, the Salukis of Southern Illinois, 38-14. But now, in, fa- in fairness, Trey Lance, who is uh, North Dakota State's quarterback, I don't think he played. Well, in fact, I know he didn't play, but I think he opted out because he's going to be a draft pick in the NFL and he wasn't going to play college football. But And I was wondering what all the hullabaloo was with Deion Sanders' first day getting his jewelry and stuff stole. But uh, Jackson State more than made up for that with a convincing 53 to nothing victory <laughs> against the ever-popular, 
ever famous, you know, often imitated, never duplicated, Edward Waters. <laughs> Edward Waters is actually, is, A, it's actually a school, and B, they actually have a football team? Or did yeah. Deion Sanders just pull together 22 guys and say, can you come play my, my team? Yeah. Jackson State beat Ed, Edward Edward Waters 53 to nothing. I've never, ever, ever heard of a school called Edward. I've heard of Jackson State. Hell, that's where Walter Payton went. But yeah. Yeah. Edward Waters? I've never, ever heard of a school called Edward Waters. No, me neither. But apparently it exists, and apparently they have a uh, not very good football team. So now, okay, so North Dakota State lost in the 39-game winning streak. So is there going to be a – what is the, the non – Title. What did I say? It was the FCS. Um, yeah, the, the FCS. Right. So, like in six weeks, is there going to be the FC, FCS championship game? Because I honestly did not know if any schools were still playing football. No, I didn't either. It was a shock. I mean, I went uh, on the ESPN app to just check things out for the day, and they had football scores. And I thought, wait a minute, is this? Is my device acting up? What's going on with this? This is this isn't well, right. That's exactly what I did. I'm like, that that can't possibly be right. It's like, and then I, I clicked it said February 27th, 2021. I'm like, huh? I'll be dipped in shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so they must have suspended it. Um, some, I mean, some decent football. I obviously I didn't because I was shocked. I didn't watch the games, but uh, watching the highlights. You know, if you're a football fan, you're a football fan, and so somebody got some good viewing. Exactly. Um, I hate sw- sticking to the college sports, but switching from football to basketball. Um, it, it, funny how you know the old the old mighty dollar trumps <laughs> health concerns because it looks like uh, Indianapolis, which is going to. Um, be one of the uh, schools that one of the area because the March Madness tournament is going to be played in Indiana, and there's like six different schools that are going to host the game. Yada yada yada. They're going to be quarantined, whatever, whatever. But the state of Indiana is looking as like, hmm, God, there's probably going to be some people because they're gonna they're gonna have like you know ten percent, twenty percent, twenty five, whatever percent capacity at the game. But you know what? Just in case, I think we better loosen the restriction on the bars and restaurants because there's going to be some people in here spending money in our account. So it's, it's kind of funny how that, you know, uh, you know, COVID, you know, like here in Michigan, it's like, well, 10 p.m. as we've talked, you know, because corona, the coronavirus, everybody knows, is a hibernating virus. And it hibernates till 10 p.m. And then after 10 p.m., it, come, it comes out full court. Well, Indiana's just going to scoff at that and say, you know what? We're going to let bars and restaurants make a little money because we're going to have people here cheering for their team. So, oh, well, what yeah. can you do? Well, somebody needed, maybe somebody needed some voters to get them, you know, past the, uh, you know, the primary if they have a, if they have an election coming up here in a year and a half. Exactly. But, hey, you know, but, hey, that's what built this country. I mean, capitalism, that's, hey. Well, make it, fun it, earn it, spend it, Well, the, move on. I'm with it. Maybe they're only going to let those who have had their first shot or both shots uh, into the bars. 
Well, <laughs> I've registered. I, I've, I've, I'm on the register list only because to travel internationally when, when and if that ever happens. Right. That is, that is one thing they're going to check. So I got to bite the bullet on that. Um, I don't want to get vaccinated, but I can't drive to Italy, Dave. I can't drive to Ireland, and Liz and I have it down to one of those two areas. I would say optimistically, best case scenario, what would you think? September of this year would be when we could travel internationally. And I would, I would think so. The stuff I read today about the uh, they just uh, approved Johnson and Johnson's uh, one shot vaccine. Um, they bought a hundred million. The government bought a hundred million doses of that. Um, they're trying to ramp up. They're trying to get it to, I don't know if they'll get there, but they're trying to get it to 3 million shots a day. So with, you know, and and of course not everybody's going to get the shot, but if you've got 310, what do we got? 310, 315 million people. Um, yeah, so that'll be, you know, three months if that happens. Um, and, well, there's 45 million supposedly have their first shots already. So, you know, less than, yeah, September is probably a target date. Yeah, because that's the only, that's the only reason I'd, I'll get vaccinated if they're going to make me get vaccinated to travel internationally. So that, that would be the only reason I'll do it. It's, it's not a political statement on my part. I'm not, a, I'm not one of those that, oh, they're rejecting me. They're going to track my wherever. I don't give a fuck if you know where I am or not. All, all you got to do is send me a text. All you got to do is send me a text. Hey, Mike, where are you at? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to inject anything in me. It's like, I don't give a fuck if you know where I'm at. In fact, all you got to do is Google me and just about every, everything but my uh, the last digit of my social security number is posted. <laughs> all you got you got a one in ten chance to guess that last number. So, um, but yeah, if the, but it, you know if it's like you know I want to Liz and I want to go to Ireland and it's like well you're not vaccinated you can't go it's like well then fuck I better get vaccinated. So right, yep, makes sense from that standpoint. But uh, yeah, how did we get started on that one? I don't know. It's all it's all Tiger Wood, buddy. Tiger Woods brought you know, Tiger Woods got us there. I don't know. How did we get there? We went from Tiger Woods to FCS football. Oh, because of the bars in uh, Oh, in, 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 in Indianapolis. Go. There right. you go. How quickly we forget. Yeah. Live, well, live radio, folks. Yeah, well, you get on that COVID tangent, and all of a sudden, you know, it's it's still a lot of what people tend to gravitate and talk to. But um, and, and this is episode sixty-three. I think COVID started in episode thirteen, give or take. And the logic, and I, I just like to point out the inconsistencies of it because it's just kind of funny. Because Liz and I did go out to dinner tonight, and this, uh, I, you know, I won't name any names because hey, they're not paying us to advertise for them yet. I'm sure they'll be raining money on us soon here. But um, every other booth was closed for social distancing. Okay, cool, whatever. They, you know, they don't want to get fined. They don't want to lose their liquor. I, I respect that. Whatever. Cool. You know, let's go for it. Right. But then turn your head a little bit to the left and it's assholes to elbows up at the bar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean there, there, there wasn't six inches of social distancing up at the bar, but you couldn't sit booth to booth to booth that that had the the high back 
booth seat with a little plexiglass backard on it. And I don't even think backard's a word, but another word we made up for the, I like the word backard. But, um, and it's, it's like, okay, so people sitting, closed for social distancing, people sitting, closed for social distancing, people sitting. Okay, cool. Hey, they're doing their part. They, you know, yeah, great. That's great. Let's get this. Let's get it up and rolling again. And then you turn to the left and like I, I tell you, I mean, there may have actually been penetration up at the bar. They were so <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hey, but you know, right? It's another one of those COVID rules that's just like, all right, you know. Well, it's kind of like hey, it's up here, like in northern Michigan. We uh, we stopped in a bar uh, on the way to Houghton to they rent. Um, uh, the tracks the that go on the bottom of your boots so you don't slip on the ice. Okay. Because yep. we were gonna go to the we were gonna go to some ice caves and very clearly marked. Uh, I was I was very impressed and actually kind of shocked about you know if you feel sick turn around don't come in here masks absolutely required you know um, and you know kind of like you said I mean I'm not saying it was like you said it was wasn't assholes to elbows but. You know, you walk in and not a single person's got a mask on, obviously because they're drinking and eating. But, uh, yeah, it looked like a normal, what you would expect. Nice place, too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, what a, whatever people got to do to get their businesses going and keep them alive until we get, you know, to the other side of this, I guess. Um Everybody was, you know, the, the people working there were very respectful and putting their masks on when they went to the table. But, yeah, so, I, you know, I've, I've said before, if anybody comes up with a T-shirt that, that somehow reads COVID logic, that's mine. I coined that. I, I think back episode probably around 50 or I, even before, 45. Yeah, it, it, it was actually, I think it was before that, yeah. Yeah, it was it, well before that, but I, I coined the phrase COVID logic just for that very reason. I'll vouch for you. Thank you. All right. But hey, what do you, you want to rate old Freedom 78, Dave? I do. All right. You're I do. First. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the founders of the founders. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to forget it now that I tried to say it. Uh, Asagave. Did I say it right? Oh, Masagave. Masagave. I, I, on, the, on the first poll... I got you, but the, the Masagave from Founders is more of a knockout. This is a more subtle version of the Masagave. Very excellent. Perfect. Perfect. So um, I'm going to put this at a three-point, because I could have three or four or five of these. This would, and at 8%, that's still, that's still a nice little punch to the jaw. I'm going 3.9. All right, 3.90. Um. I'm going to be right in the same ballpark as you. By the way, did we give out the 8% 70 IBUs? You know what? I probably started? I probably didn't. I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, 8% and 70 IBUs. And a lot of flavor, a little bit of bitterness to let you know you're drinking an IPA. And, you know, hey, I mean, we are guys. I got to one-up you. I'll go 391. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no problem, Dave. Appreciate that. All right, well, I understand if you got to one-up me, Mike, but let's see what the untapped crowd has to say. And if punch this in, see what Freedom of 78 has to say about that. 
Uh, well, really good uh, sample size here, 20,000 check-ins. They've got it at 3.83 for the Freedom of 78 from Shorts Brewing Company. So not too shabby, and we both like... All of us were in the the loop on on that rating, so... Yeah, so um, everybody seemed to like it. We were a little higher than they were. But let's get to the second one, uh, which is equally... Oh, hey, hey, not to interrupt you, but I like the first one so much, and I know we we didn't address it, did you know... Did we earlier in this pod? Um, I liked uh, Freedom 78 so much. I'm enjoying my second one, which was actually supposed to be Mr. Mike Klein's, but he skipped this for the second straight week because, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, yeah. life gets in the way. I'm not going to throw him under the bus too much other than say he's a pussy. But, um, <laughs> but hey, thanks, Mike, because uh, Freedom 78 is a quality beer. Now I get to have two of them. So, fuck you. <laughs> there you have it. But we'll get to the. So anyway, yeah, what's our second tasting, Dave? The second one is Trustafarian. And it's actually, it looks like it's two words on the can, but um, when I was looking at the specs uh, for it, it's actually one word Trustafarian, and it is from Champion Brewing Company in Charlottesville, Virginia. First one from Champion Brewing Company, I think, on the pod. And they they uh, plug it as a a super dank imperial double IPA. So how about that? Hey, I thought it was me that fucking rated beers with dankness. No, it's a word. Oh come on! I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have to sue Champion Beverage. <laughs> and, I, and we hey, these are all on Spotify. I'm gonna say hey, go back to episode nine. I rated a beer as dank. Right, you did. You, we, you, we, may have a, we may have a lawsuit. We're finally going to make money off this guy, <laughs> Super, yeah, super dank double IPA. Um, double dry hopped with uh, Mandarina, Bavaria, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops for a heady aromas. Sure to please the, uh, the lover of all things green in your life. So let's... Well, cr- hey, it's, hey, before we crack this all... Yeah. At risk of alienating maybe one of our four listeners, hopefully this is not the IPA version of Rastafarian, which a Rastafarian, to stay healthy and spiritually connected to the earth, Rastas eat a natural diet free from additives, chemicals, and most meat. The style of primarily vegan eating is known as Ital cookie. Rastas commonly say Ital is vital, pointing to how the diet got its name. And I say Rastas are pussies. So, you know, hopefully this beer is better than the Rasta Rastafarian diet. So, and it's just a play on the words. But, you know, in our listening audience of five, I'm going to say none of the five are Rastafarians. So, I think we're safe. Yeah, we are. Maybe right. maybe ten percent maybe ten percent of the five million that are listening. I thought the kid said it was dark. Dank. Dank, not dark. Alright, I'll be dipped in shit my eyes are man. A super dank double IPA. Alright. Yeah. I was thinking we haven't had too many dark IPAs. No, we haven't. 
probably was just trying to block out the fact that they stole my description of the beer. Well, more than likely. No, this has got a... Uh, it's not even hazy, really. So this will no. be this will be interesting. It's got a good gold. It's got a good golden color, though. No, absolutely. But a lot of your like New Englands and you know you can't you hardly even see through them. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. It, yes. There's your dankness. Yes, it is. They stole my word. <laughs> God damn it, Dave! I'm a man ahead of my time. Son of a. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you sure? Sir, um, you ought to start taking notes on this because, you know, you've woken up on a Monday, you've watched ESPN, you've, you've, read the, you've read the news articles, and they have said pretty much everything you said uh, Sunday night. So you have to start keeping track of this stuff. And now we're doing it a day earlier, so I'm a, we're, we're two days ahead of mainstream media. <laughs> And all we're doing is getting we're getting plagiarized and vilified and well we're not really getting vilified because nobody's listening to vilify us but we're getting plagiarized to the to the end. Um, I want to give a, a shout out to Saul. Um, Saul at the front desk here at the hotel. Uh, he hooked me up with uh, a really nice room. Actually, Saul and the manager. So I want to thank the manager. Although I don't I don't know the manager's name. Uh, so to make this possible because uh, my family is in the room and for me to do the pod in the room probably wouldn't be a good idea because they wouldn't be able to relax and you know we'd have a bunch of noise in the background and what have you and whatnot so Saul thank you very much for hooking me up you the man thanks a lot Saul hey uh, I know in the pod we've in the past we've talked about you know, embarrassing things that we've done ourselves. Like my, mine, I had said, I screamed out the soul train because I thought it was going to be drowned out by the hairdryer when I was 12 years old, that big boy. <laughs> and I walked out of the bathroom and everybody's staring at me like, there's that fucking idiot that did that. Yours was you had your zipper down in front of uh, yep. some hottie and a, you know. Have you had, what is your, Biggest cringe-worthy moment that didn't have anything to do with you. I mean, you just—I mean, you felt for somebody else. I mean, it had nothing to do with you. Oh. You're, you're sitting, you're sitting easy. Right. This is actually a random question, but hey, fuck it, I'm bringing it up now. There's no turning back now, Dave. This is live fucking spot podcasting. <laughs> um, biggest cringe moment that I felt bad for somebody else was uh and i'm not going to remember her name uh felt so bad for her she was uh a, a, our typing teacher and she was in the middle of and i can't remember if she was kind of like spitting mad at us for not doing something or if she was just up explaining what we were supposed to do for the day but she must have been going on for quite some time and forgotten to forgotten you know every once in a while when you're talking you got to hesitate for a second and swallow some spit well, she just had a big old gob of whatever come just out of the corner of her mouth, and she scooped it with her hand as it got down to belt level, and <laughs> right back up in her mouth. And everybody just kind of looked at each other out of the corner of their eye and said, did that just happen? <laughs> and I just went, oh, man. You know, I just, yeah, I, I uh, that was, I felt, I felt bad for her. 
I felt bad uh, for her, but yeah, that was a that was a oh, big yeah, that, that was yeah, a big cringe I, moment. You can't really, I mean, you can't really call her out at that point. I mean, she's giving a talk, and you, yeah, I could, yeah, I, I'm all hell. I didn't even see it, and I kind of cringed at it. So I see what you're saying. That, but you know, even um, some kids, like when they're when they're you know when you're or the bully is sitting on top of somebody doing the little loogie down to their face and yeah. and sucking it back up. I mean, you couldn't even you couldn't even try to do one that long and catch it and. Bring it back up in your hand. <laughs> oh man! Did anybody? Did, do you know if anybody said anything to her after it? It was just. Oh, like, I don't know. If, I don't think anybody had to. To be honest with you. Uh, well, mine is. Uh, um, I'm gonna, and I, I'm almost certain I may have mentioned this on an earlier pod, but I was just thinking of it as I was watching. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche and Minnesota Wild on ESPN Plus the other day. And it, it dawned on me, I'm going to really go back. First of all, the snub of all snubs. Um, years ago, we went and saw the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Colorado Avalanche play in Columbus. You know, six-hour car ride. We stayed at the Loft Hotel, one of the best hotels I've ever stayed at. Beautiful hotel. And my, my younger sister, Caitlin, was a uh, huge, 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 huge Patrick Waugh fan. Um, Understandable. And we, and we were going to that game, and I've got my Colorado Avalanche pullover on. She's wearing her Patrick Waugh jersey. We're in the elevator of the, um, the loft because the, the – and after I give the cringeworthy statement – we found out that the loft is where a lot of Columbus visiting teams play because it is so close to Nationwide Arena. The players can actually just walk to the game. You know, the sure. equipment managers bring their bags and shit, and then they go to the game. Right. I mean, it's literally like a two, three block walk, you know. And um, so, anyway, we're in the elevator, little guy next to us, not thinking anything about. I'm with my Colorado pullover. She's got her wad jersey on. Going down the elevator, going down the elevator. We get to the game later that night, and we're watching them warm up. And we kind of like look at one another. And it's like that backup, David Abisher, Abisher, the backup goalie to Patrick Waugh. And we kind of just had that, you know, you, you look at somebody, you had that epiphany moment. It's like we rode in the elevator with David Abisher. <laughs> Didn't even give him the time of the day. Time of day. So, uh, anyway. Life is back up but that's not the cringeworthy moment. So anyway, after the after Colorado beats Columbus, we're back at the Loft Hotel. The bus comes around, and um, a number of Avalanche players, not named Peter Forsberg, because Peter Forsberg just went right on the bus. But Joe Sackett, legend at the time, signed every single autograph. Um, and I've got it on my Colorado Avalanche hat, along with, I think he went to Michigan State, not 100% certain on that, but uh, John Michael Lyles and Joe Sack were, Sackick were the two autographs I had. But anyway, Joe Sackick signed every single person's autograph. And then finally, had everybody had to get on the bus, you know, like trainers or whoever's coming down right. and telling Joe, hey, no, we got to get on the bus, let's go. So he gets on the bus, and some you know some lady. I mean, she's socially distanced from us, and 
no, this was a number of years ago, so there was no COVID, but just to give you an idea how far away she is from us, like six, eight feet, she all of a sudden yells out, three cheers for the avalanche! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! We literally did it three times. Not one other person even gave her, you know, the courtesy of, like, joining in on the third one, like, hip, hip, hooray! And I, and like, Caitlin and I just kind of like looked at one another, like, oh my God, I can't believe. I mean, I, I'm still getting embarrassed. I, I, I have no idea. If she came up and slit my throat as she's slitting my throat, I would not know it was her that did it. But it was just so embarrassing. It's like, are you kidding? Like, literally. And not only hip hip hooray, three cheers, and you're going to say hip hip hooray three times? Oh, That's pretty cool. But, so yeah, my hat's off to Joe Sacking, but I'm not giving him a three hip, you know, a hip hip array <laughs> three times. So anyway, that's my most cringeworthy moment for someone else. Right. I've got plenty of cringeworthy moments of my own, but that's <laughs> for, my, somebody for somebody else. else. Yeah, I don't know if I can think of another one off the top of my head right now. That's the one that that's the one that I that 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 one right there. I will. Yeah, so, Well, not even a peer. She was a teacher of ours. You know what I mean? In front of a classroom full of students. Oh, okay. You know, so just, you were a student. I was a student. Oh, I thought I, I thought it was okay. I got yeah, yeah. That's no. It was, it was our typing teacher at the time. I was in high school, and uh, okay. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was not good. It, I mean, you were disgusted by the by the loogie, but then on the on the. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but then on the offhand, you're like super impressive. Like, A, that sucker was long. B, she caught it, you know? And then you, and then you were disgusted again by the fact that, you know, she brought it back up and sucked it back into her mouth. Well, I used to do that, you know, coming in from football practice. I would look, I would spit a loogie into the air and catch it in my mouth. I mean, so, but that was, that was done solely for intention purposes. Right, so. for entertainment purposes. And now it would be. I guess as you get older, your spittle doesn't coagulate the same way because I, if I spit in the air, it's like it's just a mist. Yeah, like I mean, I used, I mean, it used to be like a Ron Jeremy money shot straight up into the air <laughs> and then right down into the throat. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, that's not what I was envisioning. Oh, of course. I mean, oh, no, stop. Stop weird. talking. Stop talking. Stop <laughs> talking. We're moving on. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so hey, um, we gotta get to I, we we gotta get to Black, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk's favorite segment. Um, neither of us has watched. Well, technically, I watched the most recent episode of One Division, but I was very tired and I actually had a couple beers for John Schwierz's last day, and I dozed off. But, 10 minutes into it, so I didn't see it. You weren't able to watch it because you're up north, uh, up in Houghton. So, WandaVision was still watching. And then, um, 
I do want to throw out a disclaimer to two series that I said that I can't recommend. Um, behind your eyes, if, if you're going to w- be willing to pay attention, watch it. Very weird. Yeah. A good conclusion to the series. And then I know I know nobody on this show will like it. But I, I said I wouldn't recommend it last week, last Tango in Halifax. But if you can watch a show strictly for character development. Right, I remember you said I strongly, that. I strongly recommend it because, I mean, there's nothing fantastic happens about it. But it, it, like I said last week, it reminds you of, hey, this is life. I mean, this is, you know, young people with their problems, people our age with our problems. And then people in their 70s with their trials and tribulations. And it's all character development. And um, Netflix says it's four seasons. But technically season four was only two episodes. But Netflix counts season four as two bonus episodes to season three. And then the final four. So if you're patient and not looking for anything exciting and just want like a reflection on life, I do recommend it. It's a good series. And then the other one Liz and I are watching right now, I have two episodes to go. Fantastic series. Uh, Tell Me Your Secrets. Uh, Shit, is it Netflix? Yeah, I don't know. Might be Amazon Prime. I think it is Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime or Netflix, one of the two. Tell me your secrets, and it has uh, Lily Rab or Rabby R A B E, yeah, and you'll know her from um, American Horror Story, the Stevie Nicks character, and she is the 21st century's version of Helen Hunt, in my opinion, because like sometimes you watch Helen Hunt and it's like, oh man, Helen Hunt's fucking hot, she's sexy, and then other times you see Helen Hunt, and you're like, yeah. this uh, character from uh, Lily Rab or Rabby however she pronounces her last name from American Horror Story it's the same way I mean it's like you you see her in some scenes like yeah she's she's attractive and then you see her in some scenes she's so masculine it's like god damn I don't want her to beat me up but so but then but that's neither here nor there the series is great Liz and I still have to watch the last two episodes of the series so I'll let you know if I give you a thumbs up or thumbs down how it ends next okay. week. Good, so. good, good, good. Did you see, I know you didn't watch WandaVision, but did you catch anything nothing. Uh, Monday through Thursday? I know you've been busy Friday, Saturday with the travel. but Yeah, no, nothing. I mean, uh, like I said, for work right now, it's kind of from here until June is like tax season. It's... Um, it's work from seven o'clock, seven thirty in the morning till eleven midnight, depending on the day. So, um, and then with basketball back on, uh, you know, my oldest is uh, playing basketball, and so instead of um, the, their season guys, what's that? Not not Your my. Oldest? Did I say my oldest? Yes, you did. Uh, I don't know why I said that. No. Yeah, nobody. No, because Max has got basketball, and and um, so instead of you know they shortened the season, so what did they do? They jam three games a week now, so it's uh, 
yeah, it, it, so a lot of basketball. Uh, we're not going to all three games every week, but uh, it's taking up some time. So, um, you know, and and then with with work, it's it is it's it's crazy town. So June it should lighten up quite a bit. They won today, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a good win too. Really good win. Uh, Max got uh, six stitches in his lip. Yep. So. It, it, it is very nice to have. Shout out to uh, to Dr. Goldensaw. DG, T. Dizzle, as, as, <laughs> as his patients call him. <laughs> yeah. Right, you, ready, you ready to raid? Uh, I am. Trust a variant? I am, but uh, second one, I brought the beer, so you go first on this one. Yep, and I hope that douchebag on the can isn't subliminal, <laughs> subliminally affecting my rating um no way it's going to be a 3.91 because i clearly like freedom 78 better this is not a bad beer um there is some dankness as it says but not real real dank i'm gonna go 3.59 3.59 uh, as the listeners know, if you've been listening for a while, kind of I'm the fruity, uh, you know, I'm in the guy with the sweet tooth. So uh, with this one, it's a little too dank for me, but it's not dank enough to for it to be below a three. So I'm going to put it at a 3.2. How about them apples? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to stick with my 3.59 rating, but I, I think your 3.2 is probably more realistic. Well, but hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm sticking with my 3.59 range, so fuck you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to look up here on Untapped and see what they said. Looks like at almost 2,000 check-ins, so not a, not a ton of check-ins. At 2,000 check-ins, it looks like 3.74. So the Untapped crowd uh, likes their danky beer a little bit better than we do. And they probably like the 8.5% alcohol and 60 IBUs uh, a little bit better than we did. I love my 8.5% alcohol. Well, Mike, here we go. Third tasting, and it's a doozy. I know it's one of your favorites. It is from Bell's Brewery in Comstock Park, Michigan. And it is a bourbon barrel-aged expedition stout. It's Russian Imperial. 13.6% ABV with uh, the infamous NAIBUs. What do you think about them? Yeah, this is from the uh, hashtag FML, as the kids would say. You'll fuck my life. (laughs) Out of bourbon barrel guy. And you said this is from um, Klein's Closet. This is from Klein's closet. He, I had this in the mix today because I thought he bailed on us too tonight. You fucking prick! <laughs> now I gotta drink this shit. We all saw how well the uh, the, the YouTube ended up for me with all these those bur- bourbon barrel shits. <laughs> but anyway, well, at least no one could see me this time. So fuck it. <laughs> well, that's why I kind of saved it for last. You ready? Yes, sir. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's... A little pit. 
What Pennzoil thirty weight? Oh, that's forty weight. Forty weight. Yeah. Speaking of which, I I, I get to get my the oil change in the Equinox. I've been at zero percent for six months. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Right. Hey. Ready? Not up or shut up. Cheers. That's awesome. Oh. Ah, damn it. <laughs> oh. For me, that's awesome. That's that's oh. good. that's good stuff. Oh wow! There's flavor to it, but god damn it, it just tastes too much. Like and then the, the, the back like of my tongue starts like quivering. Like I when, it, when I used to drink Southern out of the bottle to show off, and then ultimately end up puking. <laughs> oh god damn it! I don't know. All right, let's whirl it. All right. Rip it and rip it. Rip it and rip it. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe we'll, we'll try to make this segment maybe a touch longer so, you know, you don't feel like you have to hit the bottom of the glass so quickly. <laughs> oh, no, we can, we can rate it any time as evidenced by uh, your uh, murking your dreams come true. Fuck, you did, yeah, I think you had two sips out of that one. That fucker. <laughs> so, yeah. Whew, this yeah. fucker is true, true, true. Well, at thirteen, drink, at thirteen point three, and drink three of these and drive home. Uh, no, no, you would. After two, you wouldn't be able to find your keys. I might not be able to find my dick after the second. <laughs> step. God, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um. I'll, I'll say this for anybody like Mike's not a, obviously not a bourbon guy and I you know I do I enjoy it this is this is excellent if you're a bourbon person if you're not you're gonna have the same reaction Mike's having right now what what song is that I think it's an 80s title where do we go from here <laughs> now that all the children are what is, what's that song yeah where I know what I don't know. I think it's an eighties or seventies song. Yeah. Chuck's, Chuck's screaming at his radio right now because Chuck knows what song I'm talking about. Where do we go from here now that all of the children are growing <laughs> up? And I'm sure I'm fucking up the words, but all right. Hey, my back's against the ropes here. I, yep. you know, I got to weather the storm of uh, a barrage of punches here. So where? What, what are we going with next, Dave? Oh, hey. All right. Now, typically, I give you, uh, I'm your Huckerberry. What movie is that from? Obviously, it's Tombstone. Tombstone. Right. All right. So now, I don't know if you've watched all these movies. I'm going to take this a little, I'm going to take it a little deeper here. Okay. And if you don't know the answer, I'm not even going to answer it because I want to know if our uh, listening audience can fill me in on the answers. All right, so question number one. Cool Hand Luke, George Knight, Paul Newman. Yeah. Why was Paul Newman's character, Cool Hand Luke, in jail to begin with? Uh, urinating in public. No, that is incorrect, sir. Uh, trying to milk a horse. No, that is incorrect. All right, so for all you <laughs> listeners out there, you know, I, 
I, I suppose I can't prevent anybody from Googling anything, but if you know the answer, tweet us, email us, whatever. And if you don't know the answer, then Google it, then send us the answer. All right, second question. Give me one of the lunches, probably a third of the way through, when Vernon comes in and wakes up the four students. Wait, Emilio Estevez. Oh, two. yeah. Bender. Um, when when Vernon comes in and wakes up the five kids in detention and tells them it's lunchtime, what was one of their lunches? And tell me the character that it was. Um, Emilio Estevez, peanut butter and jelly. You going to give me credit? No, I, I don't think I can because I think I think it was Brian that had PB and J with the crusts cut off. <laughs> oh, what's your mom married, Mister Rogers? No, Mister Johnson. So I don't. Emilio Estevez just piled meat upon meat. Oh, okay. So PB and J was actually uh, Anthony Michael Hall's character. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why, because he's usually the the nerdy mama's boy type of like in uh, Weird Science. You know what I mean? Right, and a PB&J with a crust cut off would be the nerdy boy. Yeah, yeah, So you had a right lunch, you had the wrong character. So I'll give you a partial credit. All right, thank you. All right, so why did Hanrahan race after Reg Dunlop, get ejected from the game, and allow the Charlestown Chiefs to get a garbage goal and a garbage win, according to Ned Brayton, in the movie Slapshot? Oh, because he schnooked his wife. He did what to his wife? Schnooked her. No. It has something to, it's something to do with Hannah and his wife, but it had nothing to do with Paul Newman schnooking her. Oh. I knew it had to do something with his wife, but I can't remember. Oh. Well, if it's not. He, if he, keeps, he keeps skating around the back of the night. Hey, Hannah, your wife sucks pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's she's, right. She's right. I know. I know. <laughs> that's so I, I'm not. I, I'm going to give you another partial credit. So, all right. All right. So, in the movie Seven. Yeah. What is the first of the deadly sins that Pitt and Freeman investigate? I don't know their character names. Uh, Somerset oh. and Mills. So I do know their names. God damn it. I love that movie. So I know you do. I'm, what, and is it, the first, what is the first of the deadly scent? Now, so listen, you, you, this is the one you gave me shit about because I, I had never seen it. And then I went and watched it. So I've only seen it the one time. I'm going to say Pride. No. No? The big fat fuck that drowned himself in SpaghettiOs? Oh, Gluttony. Oh, cause he, oh, he was in that he he was in that super rundown apartment like third level. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's right, that's right. Yep. Gluttony. All right, Dave. What else you got, bro? Um. Uh, 
the only thing, anything else? The only, yeah, the only thing I've got is uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker. Um, you know, hopefully he's recovering. I think it's a he. Yeah, I think it was a. I think it was a he. Well, regardless, regardless, did he or she, he or she survive that? Yes, to my knowledge, yes, re- gonna recover. Right. How do you how you get shot four times? You know, and and you're you're gonna be okay. Um, unless the other person's just a really poor shot and nicked you three times. Well, what's even more baffling than that, in my opinion, is like, all right, let's you hey, let's take flights, football, and anything else worldwide. Let's go to Paris. Let's go to the Louvre, and we're gonna steal the Mona Lisa on behalf of the pod. Sure. And, and we're gonna and we're gonna auction it off. It's like, hey. If someone, if anyone fucking listens, we'll give you the fucking Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you pull that off? Like, I mean, I mean, okay, so lady got you know, and and she's got out. I think it's a half a million fucking dollars. You know, she's, she's that leads me to a whole nother rant. She's got the dog's back. You know that, right? Rant. And it's like I don't. You know what? It's like you know what. All right, well, he's not listening this to me. poor son of a bitch is shot. You have my dogs. I don't give a fuck because I am not giving you a half a million dollars. I'm, you know what? I'm, go to the shelter, Lady Gaga. There's plenty of dogs that need your love. You, you know, just like, hey, you know, don't get yourself tied in deeper and have another person shot walking your dog. You're like, fuck, go to the shelter, get another dog. It's just crazy. This is like, and, and the dumb son of the bitch that shot her dog walker. Like, how are you going to sell this dog? It's like, like, like I said, it's like stealing the Mona Lisa. Like, hey, um, yeah, um, this is Lady Gaga's dog, and yeah, I'm the guy that killed. I'm the guy that shot this guy. Uh, what are you going to be? Eight bucks, twelve bucks, fifteen bucks? Hey, just give me something for it. I mean, how are you going to pull that crime off? It's just so stupid. And then that. Uh, Conspiracy theories all over the place. Yeah, you know, you know, she's got her dogs. As far as as far as I know, from my source, (coughs) Shelly, as far as my source tells me, she has her dogs back. Did you know that? That that must have happened just today. Then, or I I I think it did. Yeah. I feel bad for that dumb son of a bitch that had to get shot over it. (laughs) Right. You think he's getting a raise though? Uh, sure. Yeah, maybe. I would, I would I'm imagine. Sure I'm sure Lady Gaga will take care of him. All right, so hey. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I had. I just wanted to. Right, I just so- wanted to tip my hat to the dog walker and uh, make sure that person is uh, is okay. All right, so here's my random question. 
what is at least one I have two for myself but what is at least one totally bizarre meaningless strange put in your adjective here yeah that about yourself that few few to any people know about you and I will start it off just so you know what I'm talking about alright alright so stat number one for me now I don't know how accurate you trust the uh, the the exercise apps that are on your phone but I have an LG app that tracks my steps yeah on my uh my phone and in 2020 according to this app now um I, you know again I don't know how accurate it is and I don't always have my phone with me like if I get up in the middle of the night run downstairs get a drink of water run upstairs take a piss and then go back to the bedroom and go to, you know, I don't have my phone with me. So those are missing steps, whatever, whatever. But in 2020, I walked 1,498.17 miles with a high water mark of January, February, March, April, with a high water mark of May of 2020 of 160 miles. 160.27 miles walked in that month. So I walked a, a smidge hair short of 1,500 miles in 2020. So According you, to my phone, again, again, I don't know, is it way overrated, way underrated? I don't have my phone with me every fucking step I take, but according to the, the LG app, I walked 1,498.17 miles in 2020. So if you were to start in uh, this spring break, you could walk to the Gulf of Mexico by next spring break. But then, and that's the question, because now, obviously I, I wasn't walking, you know, so that, that's the interesting thing. I, I think, and I Googled where can I get, I I Googled where could I get in 1,500 miles. I think I could get to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, you're going to go the other way. I, well, that was the only thing that popped up when I Googled. <laughs> okay. So, but that's where the question lies. Like, all right, well, now, in two years when flights, football, and anything else is like on a rocket launcher into outer space and everybody's dying to hear it. Right. We get financial backing and whatnot. Would it take me the full year to get to Calgary, Alberta, Canada? Or with all the with all the listener donations and shit, and I, I put my mind to it, I mean, could we get there in nine months? Like you know, you you know, you and I just oh, walking yeah. you know, walking the highways of the the North America and heading that way, and you know, you know, people throwing money at it. Hey, go, Dave! Go, Dave! Go! I love you, Dave! I love you, Mike! And, you know, we're walking, we're walking down the street. You know, we we stop for public pub and like, ah, your draft system sucks. Your your beer sucks. Oh, whoa, whoa, guy, what a fucking! And we, you know, 
I think we could do it in less than a year. I think we could get to Calgary, Alberta, Canada in less than a year. So anybody wants to financially back Dave and I to walk to Calgary, Alberta, Canada, let us know. Yeah, hey, uh, just uh, fact check. Um, if you want to walk from Saginaw to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, it's only 1,140 miles. Oh, see, that's a piece of cake, dude. Yeah, you got... I walked 1498. I had 300 miles in the kitty. <laughs> that's just walking around Bourbon Street. All right, so what do, what do you got? Uh, let's see. A statistic. A statistic. This is a truly random question. Uh, statistic for me, I don't have an app that counts my steps. Um, uh, the only thing I can think of right at the moment, and maybe if you give your second one, I'll think of a, I'll think of another one, but this one is however lame it is. I went, I went two months sleeping five hours or less per night. I remembered because then I slept for two days straight when I was able to actually... And that's during this time of year, like I'm talking about, like kind of, it's like my tax season right now. So, uh, I mean, like to be the smart ass devil's advocate that I am on this pod, like, like, did you like every every morning you woke up and it was like slept four point four four hours, slept four point eight eight hours? Or no, like, I, was, I mean, how are we coming up with that? Because my alarm was set at five thirty. Right, and yep. so I knew I had not been to bed before twelve thirty. Okay. Do you know Fair what I mean? Enough. So yep. I mean, I just I just knew I at one point I kind of after about a week or two I'm like, well this is kind of bullshit, and so I you know it just I knew I actually started to try to get more sleep, but you know when I thought about what I had to do to to be ready for the next day and you know what was coming the next day and you know if I if I didn't do what I had to do right now, then it was just going to fall on top of, it just was going to create, you know, an all nighter at some point. So, um, yeah. All right. Hey, and again, I I was just asking the question. I wasn't uh, calling you out or nothing, but um, in my second one, and this is the one that is, in my opinion, truly mind boggling. And yet, Truly, absolutely, uh, you have too much time on your hands and nobody <laughs> gives two French fried titty fucks about it. And, and I'm like, hey, I agree with you. But, all right, Game of Scrabble, Dave. Yep. Is it Parker Brothers? Who cares? Who cares who it is? Right. Game of Scrabble. You, you have a little bag, you have a little wooden tile, you get seven tiles. You lay the words out, and then like if you if you put two letters out, you go into the bag and get two letters, right? Yep. You know what I'm talking about. I do. All right. Have you ever completed a game of Scrabble that way? No. I am not sure if I have ever emptied a tile in a tile of seven seven letters. And then, like, if you play three letters, you grab three letters. I'm not sure if I've ever emptied a tile in the game of Scrabble. Really? Now you're thinking to yourself, Jesus Christ, Mike, are you fucking that drunk? Who gives a fuck? What are you talking about? Okay, hey, deep breath, Dave. 
behind that was it was continuous it was on your phone and you could just keep going and you could walk away from it and it was always on your phone and uh, right. you know the kind of the next move is yours kind of a thing with no clock and so you know it, it made it fun for people to be able to just continue games like that right but I mean 2500 games to zero games of regular Scrabble and hey when have you ever used QI in a sentence in normal conversations. Never. Or E or E E. Why is E E an acceptable <laughs> word with friends scr- scrabble? E E, that's not that's nothing. I don't get <laughs> I need somebody to give me the meaning of uh word with friends or scrabble or whatever. E E A E Q I Z A. Come on. Yeah, no, they were they were allowing acronyms. No, I don't know. Yeah, uh, another statistic. Um, I have a two inch penis. No, I'm just kidding. That was the example you gave me earlier to come up with a. You double, you, <laughs> to come, you're to come, twice as big as mine. <laughs> um, uh, shoot. Uh, the only other thing I can think of that comes to mind, uh, I, I remember, I remember I was at the McDonald's on Plainfield Avenue in Grand Rapids growing up across from the mire. Uh, if anybody's ever been there and I had four Big Macs, a regular hamburger and a whole order of fries with a shake. And everybody sitting there that I was with was bewildered. Like, where did you put that? Cause I, I couldn't have been more than. I couldn't have been double digits. I could. I, I must have been like eight or nine years old. I get the four Big Macs. That's cool. I mean, but, but why are you just throwing the random just regular hammer? Uh, because I think my parents were done paying for food. Okay. Like if you if you really want something else, you could just you can have a hamburger. All right. Well, anyway, without further ado, you're up first here on this uh, expedition stout. Okay, so here's the thing with this. I'm going to actually rate this a little bit differently. As far as as far as the the drinkability goes, I'm at 13.6%. I'm probably only going to have one of these 
or maybe two, depending if, especially if I don't have to go anywhere. Uh, but this would be right along the lines of just like, like Mike's reaction was indicating, like a bourbon. You know, I, I probably I wouldn't be pounding this back like I would the first one, the Freedom of '78. But I would I would really really enjoy this, uh, especially like sitting around a campfire. But I would be more sipping it, taking my time, uh, letting it do its thing. And I'm thinking about a rating. I think I definitely have to. I think I definitely have to go at four point. Do I go four point more, four point zero? I'm gonna just let everybody know I enjoyed this quite a bit, so I'm gonna go four point one. All right. Well, I actually thought I was doing a very good justice. Yeah. The more you drink it, the easier it got to drink. I knew a girl like that one time, but um, <laughs> and I actually did like it better than Trustafaria. But if you're going to put the proverbial gun to my head and said, Mike, pick one of the three, you're drinking for life, I'm going to go Freedom 78. Right. So I can't go 391. And before you gave your 4.10 rating, I had Expedition Stout rated at a nice, healthy 3.77. So my second favorite beer of the night. And which is weird because I'm not the bourbon barrel guy. I, I, bourbon barrels are just... <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't, don't end well for me, but very pleasant, very smooth, and I'm very smooth. Yeah, I agree with the smooth part. So, can't bullshit the listeners. <laughs> I mean, I'm a lot further along than Dave was with the American <laughs> Your Dreams Come True, but... I'm nearly to the bottom of my glass, but I'll eventually finish it. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, <laughs> but you got to get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm.